Sorry, that was some breakfast burrito. Good morning, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to another fresh edition of Boss Count Anywhere. Coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. 76 degrees in studio, almost 100 degrees already outside the studio. <laughs> Gentlemen, big show today, 702-329-69471-855-502-4321. Press the number one. Hashtag Thoughts Count Anywhere on Twitter. Chat room is being monitored. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Ronald. Everybody that's in there early. Good morning, Miss Jen. Mr. Matt on my far end there. What's up? Chief in the middle. And, oh, he's warming up already. And in Studio 2, Thomas and, Sim and a gentleman simply known as Shark. Morning, Ronald. Joined us for today. So we got, you know what? We got a hell of a panel in here today. Now, I just want to know how everybody's weekend was. Mr. Matt. How was your weekend? Since Mine was good. Off. Full of idiots on Fremont Street, as always. Oh, I can't wait for the story time. I got a good one. All right. Chief, how are you, sir? Doing outstanding, as usual. Excellent. Gentlemen in Studio 2, how are we doing over there? Doing well. Doing well? Well, at least Thomas was. Shark? Uh, I have Shark's mic's not on. Testing. One, two. There you there are. Now you are. That, that on button usually helps, sir. <laughs> After seeing my mom, uh, surprising her, you know, I feel much better now. That's good. That, that video was great, by the way. We got on and off buttons on our microphone? I think so, I yes. didn't know We that. have to feed the gerbils and they'll stay on. Or I saw we had things that they ran on to keep them going. It's a little leprechaun spin the wheel in the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, yeah and that's and it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How long, hey, Shark, how long had it been since you had seen your mom that you went out to surprise her? It's been since October 2021. Uh, it was my sister's wedding. Oh, okay. Uh, I kept it low profile to ha not have my mom notice that I was uh, going to surprise her and also see that the new house that they just moved in. So I love you guys, and uh, I'll see you guys soon again. Right on. Very good. It was, it was great that somebody videoed that and shared it. It's always nice to see family stuff happen, right? Outstanding. So before we, now listen, I asked the guys. What? Well, I asked you guys before we went on the air if anything exciting has been happening <laughs> in the wrestling world. <laughs> I say that tongue in cheek. And so it's been a real slow no hasn't it news been, week, uh, hasn't it? Uh, nothing, <laughs> ma nothing major happened. Yeah. Something really happened today? I, I don't know. I don't know. But before we get into all that, you know what time it is, Chief. Freaking, Let them know what time it is. Freaking X slacks kicked in this week. That's not what time. <laughs> Would you please tell them what time it is, please? Story time with Matt. It's it now by story time <laughs> with the enforcer, Matt. All right, I got a good knucklehead story All for right, you let's guys. Let's go for it. Let's hear it. There's Chief's this Indian right. guy that's always on Fremont Street, drunk out of his mind. And he was in our building, like, harassing people. So I was like, dude, time to go. The hell out. He's like, this is my land. This is my land. And I was like, didn't work out too well for you. Get out. And he gets across. His, he gets like halfway. Oh, he was getting out of the building. And I saw something shiny in his pocket. And I'm yeah. like, you have a knife. Get the fuck. Don't even think. About it, you will get hurt. Right. I didn't even say it. <laughs> Just the sound. Just. <laughs> I was thinking it, though, He's Aaron. You're it. safe, buddy. <laughs> So he's like mouthing off. He gets like halfway across the street. All of a sudden, he grabs something out of his pocket and starts running at me, and it's a butcher knife. And oh I boy. was like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, back up. 
And he's like, I'll kill you. And starts running at me. So I sprayed him pepper spray. And he runs across the street and is like laying by this like pillar thing. And the next thing I know, this big ass bus is like trying to turn and it's almost against the pillar. And I'm like, should I say something? Should I not? <laughs> this is a joke, by the way. <laughs> and I was like, ah, let me go over there. And he's like trying to crawl under the bus. So once as I dragged moving? him under the bus. As it's moving? Yeah. Okay. He's trying to off himself. Gotcha. The pepper spray did its job. And then we get him out under the bus, throw him in handcuffs, and Metro happens to be driving by. I was like, come, come, come. <laughs> Flag him down. <laughs> wow. And they were like, what happened? And I told him, and I was like, there's the knife. And he's like, what do you want to do? I was like, let's just get rid of him. He's right. a pain in the ass. 86 And he was like, let me check him if he's got warrants. And I was like, I bet you he does. And Turns out he had an extraditable warrant out of California, <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to see him for a hot while. Oh, uh, there you go. Hey, well, what's, are they uh, thinking about passing that uh, uh, law down there where the... Oh, curfew? Yeah, curfew. Yeah, that's like really close to happening. It's kind of already happening. It is? Okay. I was just wondering. I think they got like metal detectors and stuff set up on like casino center las vegas boulevard and main street well, they're know, trying to get rid of all the little thugs down there you know it's, super it's, annoying. it's safety for the for the people that come down to visit but it's safety for you guys too yeah and hopefully it'll make your you know help make your jobs a little bit easier but off of metro would just lock up the idiots that they find and then they wouldn't come back and shoot people yeah all right with that, gentlemen, good morning to uh, Richard <coughs> and Seb and our good friend William Hudson, TRC. Great, great, to great to have you guys in TRC Top Rope Collectibles. Find them on Facebook Tuesday nights, 4.30 p.m. New time, I believe, right? For Four, TRC? Yes. 4.30 Pacific, Pacific 7.30 East, 6.30 Central, and that's all the chief news. <laughs> So be 1.30 Hawaii time. So be there because the chief said so. There you go. Good morning, Will. So check in to the guys there. Great stuff. Uh, just It's a tremendous group to be part of if you like um, memorabilia. And every once in a while, there's non-wrestling memorabilia that they slip in there, too. So uh, check yeah. it out. Yep. Uh, good stuff. And by the way, is there a public service announcement for those guys? If you do purchase something from them during their live show Buy and claim it, it <laughs> please pay for it. Okay. Don't tell them you're going to buy it, claim it, and they send you an invoice and you don't pay. That's bullshit, and I'll say that with the risk of being beeped. Thank you. So please make sure that you're part of it, that you uh, certainly take care of your responsibility. Good morning, Brandy. All right, let's start off. Yeah, we don't like that. With the uh, elephant in the room. You might, you, we, we should probably play a 20-bell salute <laughs> uh, in case you miss it. And I have to give kudos where kudos is due. We, we bust chops of our producer, Mr. Aaron. Uh, about his uh, knowledge or sometimes lack thereof of the wrestling world. Does he even know who Vince McMahon is? I think so. Maybe once or twice. He may have heard of him. I get this message in our fa through, through Facebook <laughs> Messenger. <laughs> he knows who Stu Hart is. I know. And that's, listen, that's almost as important, if not more so, than McMahon. Uh, yeah. But um, uh, not even in the same realm. But oh, yeah. I get, I get this message from Aaron with the headline, and it's a copy link of TMZ that Vince McMahon retires from WWE from, quote-unquote, pretty much every association. I had not seen it pop up on my news feed. None of the guys in our groups had seen it as of yet. But I have to give credit where credit is due. Mr. Aaron E. over here, he was on top of it and sent us the news. 
Um, big, uh, dare I say, bombshell across the world of wrestling. Maybe a little bit of an understatement. However, with everything that's been going on, and I know he just posted something on our prompter, which he'll get to in a second, would we dare say that, um, thank you, William, would we dare say that where there's smoke, there's fire with all that's been going on, and are we really surpri not surprised by this move by Vince, Matt? It probably is related to all that stuff, just because they don't want to hurt the stock prices. and I'm sure like on the down, though, he's going to have some form of something to do with WWE. There's no way he's just going to ride off in a sunset and be like, WWE never existed. Right. Okay. What, how, how do you think he could do that? I mean, what are you envisioning in a way that he could still have his thumbprint on what's going on, even though he's quote-unquote retired? He could be a quote-unquote consultant. Okay. All right. Chief, your thoughts before I'm I go I'm sure all the family dinners are going to be <laughs> business-related. <laughs> be like George Steinbrenner calling down to the dugout during the game. Chief, your thoughts before we go over to Studio 2. Uh, I want to pass for now. If okay. I Thomas, give Please. me your thoughts on the news of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Very shocking. Never saw that coming. Everyone thought he'd be there till the day he died. He'll probably still, like, they could be a cons like Matt said, he could be a consultant. He could just text people during the day, <coughs> during production meetings, say, this is what I want, this is how it's going to run. I don't think anything's going to change right away. Shark, how about you, sir? I just woke up from those news uh, when uh, when I heard about it, and I get like <coughs> ten text messages telling me about it, and I was like, I gotta see if this is real. Sure enough, it's real. And creatively, I hope this goes well for WWE. Um, that's all I gotta say. I was never a Vince McMahon fan, honestly on his creative side. I don't think anybody really was. I hope the product <laughs> changes for the better. I will say this. I do thank Vince McMahon because August 9th, 2002. Aaron. I'm sorry. See, I, as I'm watching the monitor, it seems like the video may be freezing, at least internally. So can you keep an eye on that, please? Go ahead, Shark. I'm sorry. So August 9th, 2002, not only that was my birthday, but I was uh, <laughs> scrolling through... Uh, through the TV, and then all of a sudden I popped in, and it was a, it was a SmackDown, and it had that very famous shot of Brock Lesnar and Hulk Hogan staring eye to eye, and that's how I became a fan. So nice. I'll thank Vince McMahon for bringing my childhood up to fruition, <laughs> but the last 15, last 10, 15 years, I won't thank him for his creative sides. Some will say he was a bit out of touch. Thomas, your thoughts, sir? Well, as I, as I said, I was very surprised. I thought he'd be there to the day he died. But can't get any worse than what we have right now. Very true. Now, I noticed an announcement. Tony, uh, Tony Khan made a comment later on yes, in the day where he says, now that he's the longest tenured CEO in wrestling. Isn't Billy Corrigan from NWA... Is he a CEO or the owner of NWA that would make him longest tenured? He's the owner, yeah. I don't know. If he should be the CEO, right? I but, would imagine. But even as the well, Tony is recognized as the owner, I think, regardless of CEO title and stuff, yeah. right? So how long has Billy Corgan owned NWA? It's been longer than two and a half years. Yeah, right? definitely. It's been like <laughs> seven, eight years maybe. Right. So when he said that, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought NWA Billy was, was – <laughs> anyway – 
Um, last night, SmackDown <laughs> opens up with Stephanie going in. You know, um, new era, new steps moving forward, which Vince's action was sort of surprising given what happened on Monday at Raw. Titus O'Neil, right, big announcement the week before, Titus O'Neil's returning to the ring, right? And he comes out in a suit, and he does the uh, ambassadorship. You know, WWE is, is the best in promoting. You know, it's equal for everybody, blah, 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 to help with a little bit of PR coverage and protection. And then here we are four days later, Vince resigns, and off we are running. Chief? Billy Corrigan is on NWA since October the 1st, 2017. Okay. So, Tony, you better check fact your information. <laughs> By the way, shout out to everybody who's listening to us right now on the Go Live Vegas mobile app. We thank you. 702 329 6947 is our number, 855 5024 321. Press the number one to come into the studio. Now, on the heels of this announcement, news broke that Lesnar. Apparently walked out of SmackDown last night. Wasn't a far jog from the arena, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Got to fix that. Hold on to that mic. Testing. Not right. good. He didn't leave. He had to go to Dunkin' Donuts because Boston's known for Dunkin' Donuts, and so he had to get some Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and then he came back just to kick Theory's ass. <laughs> Jeez. Got a message up on the screen from the Big Cheese from Twitter at Cheesy Golf. Thank you, Big Cheese, for following us. Word is backstage in WWE that after the news broke of Vince's retirement, every employee collectively let out sneezes they've been holding for 20 years because Vince <laughs> is a germaphobe. So well done there, Cheese. There you go. Absolutely. Thank you very much for sharing. I mean, he's a germaphobe, right? I mean, you walk into his office, you got to you know, wipe your hands and cleans the desk, the whole thing, right? You know, King. Oh, we got a phone call. We have a phone call calling in, and fortunately, due to caller ID, good morning, Brandy. How are you this morning? Good morning. What's going on, my friend? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you just fine. Good morning, sister. Because I can barely hear you. Okay, but we can hear you. So how's this? Can uh, you hear us now, by the way? <laughs> I can hear you. I don't, I don't need to hear Thomas or Shant. I, they're not important. Okay, we got that. I'll make sure they don't speak. So studio okay. Yeah. All right, go I, ahead, Brandy. What you got for us? I don't have long because I'm at work. So okay. I just wanted to say thank you, Vince, because if it wasn't for Vince, we, wrestling wouldn't be what it is today. And that's all there is to it. Yes, it's been crap WWE creative for the past however many years, but he's the one that started all this jigamarole. So Absolutely. You have to give the guy the props. Oh, I, I think overall when you look at the time from when he first bought it from his dad, I think Brandy's right on. If you look at the scope of the, what's it, 40, 50 years since he bought it from his dad, no question that he changed the wrestling landscape around the world yeah. in how it's done. Um, and I think like Brandy just mentioned, if you erase the last 10, 15 years maybe from his legacy... Really, after the Attitude Era, I think, is kind of when things started changing. Would you agree with that, Brandy? I agree. And, and we wouldn't have guys like, I don't think, like, guys like my favorite, The Rock, would be as big as he is without Vince McMahon. I agree with that. True. Even with his, I, even with his guys, lineage, I agree Guys like I agree Stone Cold and, and, you know, it, it just wouldn't be the same kind of, it wouldn't be wrestling how we know and love it. And yet no you, matter if it's been bad creative for, for however many years. It just, 
And Brandy and that's just what refer- I've known all my life. <laughs> well, you're right, and you're right on because you mentioned two people that were main cogs in that Attitude Era time of WWE. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Icons. Yep. Icons. But it was in that Attitude Era yes. when these two guys really stepped up and became the stars that they are. So, Brandy, I think that's well said. So, but I got to go, guys, because right, I'm at work. So Thank I you. wish you all the best. Have, have a, a great good day. day. Even Thomas and Chant, have a great day. <laughs> 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 all right, Brandy. Thank you, love. We appreciate it. Okay. I'll still be listening, but you got working. it. You got it. Break. Um, yeah, Vince let's McMahon literally created my childhood. So before we go to break, <laughs> yes, sir. Because uh, I'm going to take a few minutes. Okay, so you hang on to that. We'll come back. Real quickly, the information that was brought up here on the screen, and I'll let everybody ponder this as we go to our first break. Our producer found this piece of nugget. A former WWE superstar has claimed that Vince McMahon repeatedly propositioned Ashley Mazzaro during her time with the company. We'll see, again, with all the other allegations that are out there, We'll see what, what truth there may be to that. Anyway, with that, thank you for watching Thoughts Kind Anywhere. we got a lot to go. Good morning, Ben, out there and everybody in, in uh, our land. We appreciate it. You're watching Thoughts Kind Anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200-pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephatu. I'm here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anyone. This is the essential character, EC, free on behalf of my dear friends and Thoughts Count Anyone. The podcast for your mind. When you need deep thinking. On all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Casals, aka Marty the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve O, aka Zoo, from the hit movie Friday. And from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Tavari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning Thoughts Count Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas.
Hello. Hello. There we are. Hello. Hi. Welcome hey. back. Hello, McFly. Hello. Okay. All right. Anyway, welcome I'm, back to Thoughts Country. Chief has been quiet about all of this. So I'm, Chief, sab- I'm sabotaging. Is now. this is this going to be your rant too? This this can be my rant. All right. Yeah. I'm so, going to take a few extra if I may. Sure. I, I want I want to do. It's only a two-hour show. I want to do some history, if I may. Okay. It's got that dangerous Teach Wikipedia us. thing. The 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 thing I want folks to understand. Okay. I'm very happy. Um. That Mr. McMahon retired. I think his uh, he's done a stellar job in in advancing professional wrestling as we know it today. But I want everybody to understand something. If it wasn't for people like Sam Mushnick and the West Coast and the Texas era and Vincent's, Vince's father, there wouldn't be no professional wrestling, folks. That's the bottom line. Now, Vince was a commentator for his dad up until 1982 when he bought the company. Once he bought the company, the bar got raised. And to today, where the bar's at today, It's due to Vince McMahon and his foresight of professional wrestling. But we all become marks sometimes. And we think, well, if it wasn't for Vince, well, you know what? If it wasn't for the pioneers before Vince, again, I'm going to say, we wouldn't have what we had today. We wouldn't have saw Stephanie on SmackDown last night. Or we wouldn't have heard about, oh, well, Brock Lesnar walked out from SmackDown last night. Well, you know what? Did anybody really see him walk out, or was it just a work? That's the kind, you have to think of it that way. You know, are they just trying to sell tickets? Or are they just trying to get the wrestling fans hyped up for the next pay-per-view that's coming up that's going to be Brock and Roman, okay? So uh, I'm going to put it out there. Did anybody see Brock Lesnar walk out before SmackDown started last night? Did anybody see him walk out? Is there a picture out there? If there is, twit it into us so that we can see it. Because I don't think he walked out of the studio or out of where they had the show last night. I think they just hyped it out, and he was there the whole time eating Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> you know? Uh, I want to see we, a picture we, of Brock Lesnar even eating a donut. We, we, you know, we have, we have to keep it real. <laughs> we have to keep it real sometimes, and, and you know, think about it in a, a real aspect of what professional wrestling is. Now... I hope, and I, I, I heard a comment made by uh, Mark Henry on my favorite other show, two, 282,000 shows now I've listened to. Uh, maybe it's time Mr. McMahon's going to get to spend uh, some time with his grandkids, go to a college football game and see his grandson play college football, or go to... Uh, 
go to some dance recitals with the with changed daughters. Yeah. On YouTube, our good friend Pest answers your question. As of right now, there are no pictures, but the stupid dirt sheets did say he walked out. Thank you, Pest. You've proven my point, sir, and I greatly appreciate it. So that that's where I think it's at now. Um, you know, the other good question is, is Vince going to sell his stock? Or is he going to maintain the biggest company shareholder? Well, he, he, I'm sure you he know? can still hold his shares as a stock investor. He's a businessman. For sure. He's a billionaire. Yeah. I wonder if he's richer than Trump. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, that's true. When anyway, you, when you get that, that kind of money, that kind of money, yeah, it's it's silly to count. It's it. immaturity, right? <laughs> it yeah, doesn't I got matter. You. Anyway, you know that that's really my rant today, and I just you know I wanted to educate all of us. If it wasn't for the pioneers, you know, Paul Bosch, Sam Mushnick, Vince's dad, Roy Shire out on the all west the coast, all the territory owners across the country, it would, yeah, Vince wouldn't be where Vince is today. Tony Khan would have just been a thought billy corrigan would have just been a thought if it wasn't for vince because vince set the standard yeah. for what the other owners have to do today in professional wrestling so vince made wwe so popular that if you say you're a pro wrestling fan everyone just assumes it's called wwe you know right. let, let me ask a question What's your favorite era in WWE since Vince, since Vince took over? Well, I, I, for me, hands down, I think it would be the Attitude Era. I've been a lifelong fan, literally all of it. <laughs> William Hudson also says the Crockett's. Yeah, you're right, Will. I mean, Absolutely. I, the thing is, being a wrestling fan for a long time with, and following WWE, you've seen the progression of WWE uh. change. Yeah. Um, you know, mid-70s when I really got into it, Backlund, superstar Billy Graham, and Bruno, and his time was winding out. Uh, McMahon has $2.0 billion. Trump is worth 2.0, so there you go. Um, you know, you, you've seen the transition. Then when, when really the impact in the early 80s, when Hulk and Cindy Lauper and all the, the, the music stuff started coming together, then the shift again. Um, but let's go to Studio 2. Gentlemen, what's your favorite era in WWE since Vince McMahon took over? I like, I started watching in 91, so I liked like 91, 92, 93, 94, and the Attitude Era. Shark? Ruthless Aggression, because that's how I grew up too, and that, that's pretty much my favorite. Okay. Oh, by the way, Shark, while I have you there, Desert Shark Productions, because it's a tickler for me, uh, was one of our pre-show sponsors at the last UWW show. And I want to give an opportunity for Shark to talk about his, his company and what he does. I mean, I've read, this, I've read the script, uh, the, the spot, the last couple of weeks. But let's talk about Shark real quickly. Give me an idea. Give our listeners really what you do as part of Desert Shark Productions. <laughs> it's not safe to go in the water. It's never safe. Somebody um, get beamed up or something. No, that was the Shark music. Oh. So... Was. So what happened was is that I was at a I was at an FSW show and uh, for I for those of you that don't know it's future stars of wrestling. Yes. 
They don't pay us enough to say that. <laughs> I said it. I was at a f- Future Stars of Wrestling show, and I was, uh, and I was, and honest, ironically, it was my first show, and I, I would did I'd recorded some stuff and I posted on my Snapchat, and then one of the wrestlers who we now know as Solo Sokoa Sefa, he came up to me and said, "I saw you videoing. Did you get a video? Did you get any video of uh, of my match?" I was like, I got some of it. I was like, can you send it to me? <laughs> I was like, okay. So from there on, I just, I, just, uh, I just started recording shows of spots and matches on my phone. I used to do uh, slow motion, but then I got a little bit too much work. So I decided to go a little more in-depth, like do some, do some interviews, like, like some one-on-one interviews. Him? Huh? Did you charge him? No, I did not. You need a business manager. I only do it. I only do it just for the sake of my purpose. He did it out of love. I do like everybody does. I do it from. It's all about the money. That's what Vince says. Go ahead, shark. By the way, if you haven't noticed, you'll notice a shark fin going across the bottom of the screen every once in a while, and that is his logo. Just like thinking about Jaws in the ocean. But go ahead, keep going. (laughs) So you started this really out of passion of love for wrestling and something that you like to do. Yeah. It's just a passion of love and uh, something that I really love to do. And from then on, uh, from then on, it just progressed. It's like, oh my God, I'm getting uh, like, I'm getting like notoriety and and uh, getting so popular. You know, I gain, I'm getting a lot of like prominent wrestlers like asking me, it's like, hey, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Uh, I was like, sure, sure, why not? And I'll and I'll do, and I'll do it. And I've of my out of my goodwill, out of my only goodwill, and. From the then on, the I... The goodness of your heart. Yes. From then on, I got a, I got a logo. And Which, now by the way, passed from YouTube mentions, and this is quite apropos here, Shark. It is Shark Week on television, by it the is. way. So this it is. It is. Good. Shoot those son in. of a bitches. That's right. <laughs> it is. Um, Gonna need a bigger boat. Oh, I didn't say... Wait a minute. Bleak hey, that out. I didn't say that. That's all right. He missed it already. Go ahead. Keep going. And now I got, I got so much camera equipment that I've... I've, I've invested, you know, and now I'm working for Versus Pro Wrestling. Now I'm working like a little bit with Future Stars Wrestling. It's something that I love to do, and I'm now working partnership with a group called Wrestling with Unicorns. Shout out to Mikey, uh, the cameraman from Future Stars Wrestling, for giving me the the partnership, and I I I cannot thank him so much for that. So how can people find you, reach out to you, look at your stuff? You can find me on two sites, on Twitter, Desert Shark, Desert Shark, and on Instagram, Desert Shark Production. And uh, you'll see me, and uh, uh, if you see me wearing a suit, it's the suit that, it's a black suit, and I'm just posing for it, and that's me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> If worse comes to worse, if you forget how to find them, you can always reach us here at ThoughtsCon Anywhere, and we would be more than happy to forward your information to Shark so that you guys can connect. And who knows, maybe we'll see Shark in the future on a UWW production for us. Who the hell knows what goes on yeah. in this, this crazy world? Sign me up for it. Anyway, nothing official. Speaking of UWW, we don't know. We have not gotten a date or anything, so those waiting, just hang tight. As soon as information becomes available, we'll be happy, we, we will be sharing it uh, with everybody. All right. So when this, I got, I got to go back to a question. Once this news about Vince broke, I put in our chat group, uh, or maybe it was the other one that we're all in. What does this mean for ownership of WWE? Now, I don't want to know that Nick Khan and Stephanie are 
co-CEOs. That's the chief executive officer. Who legitimately now, with him retired, because we know Vince was, quote-unquote, the owner of WWE, right? Who now would take over and be the official owners of said WWE, Matt? I would imagine if he's going to sell the stock, he would sell it to Stephanie and Triple H. Okay. And keep it in the family unless Nick Khan has real blackmail videos on Vince and he somehow gets a hold of that stock. Because ever since Tony Khan's got there, he seemed to get rid of every McMahon in the company. Nick well, Khan. For a little bit. Nick, Nick Khan, Khan, yeah. Nick Khan, yeah. All right, you know, it's kind of, it's Did really, you really say Tony Khan? I thought you was up on top of shit. <laughs> it's rubbing off from me. What the sorry. hell? That's right. <laughs> so, you know, we know Nick Just Khan. Just because I'm not looking, I'm listening. Okay. Trust and you're me. typing, and everybody's seeing the top of your head. Okay. That's okay. And your hair is standing up like a shark at least, fin. At least I don't have a bald spot. Hey, listen, I'm proud of my... It's a, it's a solar panel for a sex machine. But anyway, <laughs> whatever the hell that means, that and a quarter will buy you a cup of coffee. That's right. Liz, he hasn't heard that word in 20 years, probably. Sex or machine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, so when Nick Khan first, she's not in the chat room. So, um, <coughs> so Nick, so Nick Khan, yes. damn it, Nick Khan. <laughs> so when Nick Khan was first brought into the WWE, his reputation has be, had been as a business builder, tear him down, build him up. Correct. And I think the evidence of all that was what we've seen over the last couple of years with all the cost-cutting cost moves of talent and this and that. Kevin Dunn's name has now come up in the last 24 hours as another name that may depart from WWE. So are we really surprised that it's reached a point where perhaps Vince says, okay, Nick has it under control, we're, we're making a ton of money still. I don't want to upset the stock's value, which is why he waited. Apparently, he made this decision 10 days ago. And he waited 10 days for something with the stock values and stock reports to come out. So he waited with the announcement. Are we really surprised that if Nick Khan came in and successfully did what he did in the eyes of the WWE stockholders, making these changes and putting the company in position to, quote, unquote, what we all believe to really sell the company at some point, do we really, really have to look and be that surprised with this move? Gentlemen in Studio 2. I'm, I'm not surprised by it. I mean, I think Vince is, as far as we know, Vince is still majority owner of the stocks. He hasn't sold the stocks yet. And he waited perfectly until the stock market was closed to make the announcement that he was hiring. So we weren't affected the stock price. I put it down by it. It's on the floor. Thank you, Maverick, as we, we're going to change out his microphone for him to finish his thought. Maverick on Twitter says, we've grown super numb to it at this point. All the crazy stuff that we learned about, and now Vince McMahon could still be working us. It just sucks that, he had, that it had to be done via Twitter and not in front of the live crowd. Interesting take. Do we think it's a work? Let me ask you. Let's be honest. Do we, let's get rid of that right here in this room. Do we think this is a work? I don't. I don't believe it's a work. No, I, I don't think Vince McMahon would be working the fans like that. But okay. Chief, is it a work? You never know. I didn't mean to interrupt you from your research. With Vince's crazy <laughs> mind. Yeah. Never say never. But in the heart, I'm not asking Vince's mind. I'm asking the Chief's mind. Do you think this is a work? No. Gentlemen, Studio 2, your thoughts. No, because that would really hurt the stock price. Okay. Shark? 
No. William Hudson says TCA is officially TV 14. <laughs> I don't think anybody in wrestling like really yes. retires. If Ric Flair's I, about to have his last match 10 years later, I don't see Vince McMahon that ran literally the whole thing being like, eh, I'm done. Vince uh, William says Vince inducts himself into the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'd watch. I know. I think Taker would induct Vince if no, that would be if if Vince really went into the WWE Hall. It'd be Triple H and Stephanie. I think it would be Stephanie. William either either of his kids. William believes it's a shoot. I'd hope it'd Good. be Stephanie and Shane in, inducting him. All right. Well, hey, I I either that that's or his why grandkids. I said never say never. Hulk Hogan inducts him. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan inducts him. Oh, my goodness. That don't work for me, brother. <laughs> it's like from one bad headline to another, brother. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, this is a story that's going to continue unfolding with all the allegations coming out and still coming out and still being researched. I think this was all, in my, in my mind and in my opinion, where there's smoke, there's fire. There was one allegation for, what was it, 3 $4 million. Then it became a couple for $12 million. I believe there's smoke... Where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think part of this retirement was to save some face. Isn't it still funny that Vince McMahon paid more for sex than he did for WCW? <laughs> in either way, he Irony. got screwed. Either way, either way, he got screwed, didn't he? Chief! I just, I just, on a serious note, I just want to put this out there. The top ten owners of World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporate. Linsdale Trains Limited. BlackRock Fund Advisors, the Vanguard Group, American Century Investments, Independent Franchise Partners, UBS Assessment, BlackRock Investment, SSGA Funds Management, 91 UK Limited, Clearbridge Investments, LLC. So with that being said, folks, with 10 huge companies like that owning stock in World Wrestling Entertainment, I don't think Vince's retirement is a work. Pest asks, can you retire and still be an owner? You would be a silent owner. I'm sure there's owners of companies out there that do not have an active role in the company anymore. I'm not a businessman, yeah. but I'm, I'm opposed it this way. If Get in front of the mic. If Vince retires, which he has, he can still hold his stock. Right. He owns his stock. Mm -hmm. So he is a stock owner. It doesn't necessarily mean that he is the owner of the company anymore. After, or he sells his stock. And I agree with you all. If he sells it, it's probably going to be to Stefan Triple H. But if he owns the most amount of stocks out of anybody in the world, he would still be the majority stockholder of w said WWE. Okay. He owns 38.6 percent ownership of the company in stocks oh well there you go and 81.1 percent of the voting power oh well you got 81 percent of the voting power you're the owner of the company so but he would have to relinquish that if he's retired from the well, company i would if, think if he sold the stock to vince to stephanie, stephanie and triple h then they would become the majority owners of the company correct you know whose name we haven't even brought up in any of this conversation eric bischoff no what shane as owner, as, as part of the ownership. We're talking Stephanie, we're talking Triple H, 
these other companies that are still owning the stocks and everything, but yet Shane McMahon's name continues to be in the dark. Granted, we know his history with the company leaving, going, not really wanting to be part of it. However, just, just food for thought. Patrick you Reed know. out on Twitter, sorry, Chief, uh, sorry. sent us a message. As much as McMahon's brand isn't the kind of wrestling that he loves, it was a, ga- it was a gateway drug. It's impossible to know if I'd have ever got into the other stuff without it. In the grand scheme of things, that counts for nothing. The idea that anyone should be grateful to Vince, I guess, is either a second one coming or is just leaving it out there. If there uh, wasn't Vince, there wouldn't be any other competition, really. Correct. Would the territory still be out there today if Vince, if we, but prior to Vince. The Crockett's oh, would, for okay. sure. We would still have the old school NWA, and we would still have all the other territories. I would, I would think we, you know, we'd have NWA, we'd have AWA. Okay. Um, West Coast, you know, P- Portland area, mm-hmm. Ca- uh, San Francisco area. I, yeah. Especially we, with social media now being in existence to when the 60s and 70s with the territories, and they had to rely on pro wrestling magazine as the only way to get information from these other territories, I think would have made a huge, huge difference uh out there and before i go over to studio two to get their input garth interesting thought without vince mcmahon there'd be no tca gentlemen your thoughts on the territories there'd be no finley mazda either well vince doesn't own finley he he could (laughs) go ahead studio two what's your thoughts on on that i don't know that's a that's a good question that's why i asked the tough questions you do ask you ask the very tough questions they might still be around, considering the Vince one have gone worldwide like he did, and they, they all try to fight with him to stay as relevant. What? You have the confused look on your face. What? Chief in the Territories is still a sore subject <laughs> 40 years later. <laughs> no, uh, it's not a sore subject, man. It's it is a, every week. It's a, prove, <laughs> it's a proven fact. Shark, what's your thoughts and, on and territories you before you? youngsters today have no concept and history of professional wrestling. We it's weren't that, alive! It's that simple. <laughs> but, but you've got the freaking internet that you can go look it up. Duh. Shark, give me your thoughts on territories before we go to break. We are? <laughs> Who knows uh, what no. would happen if Vince uh, did, not, did not make this, all right? We would still have the territories. ECW could still be running. WCW could still be running. We, we don't know, but who knows, honestly. Yeah. The territories would still be running wild, and, we, and who knows what would have happened. Yeah. However, one thing that the territory, I'm sorry, that they did not have. Talk to me. That wrestling has today. Production. Production and social media. So if we take all of those territories from 40 years ago or 50 years ago, and we fast forward them to 2021, 2022, and our, our mod- even within the last 10 years, given social media and, sh- and podcasting and everything else, don't you think the territories would be a hell of a lot stronger now that versus one major co- or two major competitors running the landscape? I think it would have made a difference. I'm going to have the guys retort to that. You also, please, give us your thoughts on all of this. This is why we love what we do. And, Garth, you are right. Without wrestling, without some semblance of wrestling today, platforms like this, who knows what shape they'd be in. You're watching Thoughts Can Anywhere. we still got over an hour to go. How come when, we'll I, be- 
Man, I got ideas, and every damn time I get cut off due to commercials. I got it. Somebody's got to pay the bills. Jeez, I hate being interrupted when I go to break. Oh. We'll be right back. Okay. Still love you. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit shit, hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate commercial or event and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. Welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. We're approaching the wrap-up of hour number one. A lot of conversation. Chief, you wanted to make a point see, about you, something. See, I remember. See, you cut me off, and my three-quarters half-heimers kicked in. And, and yet you have a notepad I there where you could have written your thoughts down. I don't have a that. pen. Oh, Tom, Thomas, Thomas, now it's Thomas your turn. Thomas didn't bring no damn pens today. <laughs> Between oh, Thomas oh, and Chief, maybe they'll wow. figure out how to write oh, something down at some oh, point. I got a pen. <laughs> been in front of him for the last hour. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We have a phone call. All right. Joining us. What the hell? Joining us now on the line. Like someone that. we haven't spoken to in a long time because he must be at home counting his money in this den somewhere. Mr. Garth Wall joins us. What's going on, bud? Hello. Garth. What's up, Chiefer? Hey, what's up, buddy? Thank you. Thank how's, you. How's the family? I doing well. How about you? Listen, this isn't this, this is not hey, this hey. is not this is your life. This is wrestling. Get to your point. This is wrestling. Okay. Hey, hey wait, Matt, wait, how wait. are you doing? Garth. I'm good. How are you? Garth, let me... I can disconnect you very easily, Mr. Garth, Wall. Let me defend you, Garth. This is wrestling family. Okay. This, Absolutely. This is what it's Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Now, Garth, I'm I'm actually gonna stay quiet. I really wanna I wanna hear 
your real, your opinions and and view viewpoints of what you think about what's what's happened in the last day or we'll so. We'll put you on hold, but if it sounds like a dial tone, don't get nervous. There you go. Um, <laughs> well, you know, people are saying. You know, I agree with what uh, William Hudson said about you know the territories would be on fire. There'd be no forbidden doors, anything like that, and it would be insane. But without Vince making the move that he made way back in the 80s, and when he put everything on the line for WrestleMania 1, I mean, he hawked everything. If that failed, he would be nobody. But think of all the friends, relationships, interactions, everything that you've had in your lifetime since Vince put this together. So that's that's what I'm saying. With you know, there would be, you know, would I still be a would I know any of you cats? Don't know. I don't know if I would have been a big wrestling fan without it. You know, I've discovered independent wrestling since moving to Vegas, but before that I was strictly the big company. So I can tell you there's tons of people that I consider family. You know, you gentlemen, everybody through versus FSW, etc., that probably would not have the relationships I have with them if it wasn't for the love of wrestling. I got it eight years old, lying in front of the TV, watching superstars on Saturday, and that's because of Vince. So, I I agree with you, Aaron. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, I think that. Uh, it's been time for the new garden to take over for a few years. I'm excited to see what the new brain trust will do with it. Um, with Triple H being back at NXT, etc. Um, I don't care if it's Shane. I don't care if it's freaking Khan. I don't care. Just you know, get back to truly doing what's best for business and listening to the fans. And I, I think that's what the new brain trust might do. But we'll see. You know, you know, I want to throw one thing out, Garth. Uh, you talk about family. And, you know, uh, some of us had the good fortune of meeting a family of friends of yours that are, fr that are from the Reno area. Dale and, uh, and Duda, yep. And, you know, when, when you can have closeness like that and you can become friends and you can become family... That, my friend, is what it's all about. Correct. Absolutely. And that, that's, I, I couldn't imagine the people that wouldn't be in my life without my love of wrestling. I, I, I don't know if I'd want to live in that world, to be honest with you. So, you know, Vince made some bad decisions, this and that, but, you know, hey, he won't, he's not the first, he won't be the last to make stupid decisions, but he can go retire. He's got his billions. He can go sit on the beach and do whatever he wants to do and let the, uh, the kids take over and, and turn this thing on its head. I want to so. just acknowledge a few last tweets that had come through. We had seen them come through, so just check them out on the feed. Go back up through the Twitter feed. Uh, we thank those comments for coming in. Uh, Garth, I just have one question for you before we let you go. Number one. Yes, sir. I want to know, with all of that, do you still have your Hulk Hogan plushie doll? The, the huggable I, thing? Okay, so thing? I'll tell you what. From the jump, even as a kid, I couldn't stand Hogan. <laughs> yes. I was the guy. I, 
my mom would take me and my, my buddy Joe, my buddy Gil, to the Oakland Coliseum to watch live shows. That's where I got to see uh, Andre take on Macho Man. And Hogan came down, and I was the kid standing on the rail with, pinching my nose or flipping my bird at him. <laughs> I was not trying to, yeah. I took stand him, never have, never will. Well, so, I, I just I'm a heel guy. So, give, me, uh, give me a Roddy Piper eye poke, and I'm a happy camper. There you go. Yeah, All right, buddy. buddy. Thank you for calling in. We miss you. Go sell some cars and make some money, will you? Gentlemen, you guys all take care. Love you guys. Love you, brother. Everybody out there in the uh, TCA world, thank you for being family, and we'll see you guys soon. All right, brother. Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Brandy says, I had the ultimate warrior wrestling buddy. Couldn't stand Hogan either. I had the macho man. (laughs) Ronald says, uh, if we still had territories, would we have as many indie companies today? Interesting. Uh, We would, but without Vince McMahon, we also wouldn't have The Undertaker, Stone Cold, The Rock. Right. All these sure. huge names. Would wrestling be as popular if it wasn't for those huge superstars that literally made wrestling? Nope. Right. right. There's no question they put it on. They, they you put know, it on one thing, um, when Vince bought the company out, mm-hmm. um, for you youngsters, you have to realize Vince had some quality people working with him back then that his father brought in. The likes of Gorilla Monsoon, Arnold Skolin, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Captain Lou Albano. That's who Vince started with. That's where Vince got his education into the business. You know, Andre was there. Um, So, you know, Vince had a good surrounding and learned from him and brought the company forward to 2022 today. Last question before we end up hour number one. I'm going to start with the guys in Studio 2 that's connected with Vince McMahon. Theory was a project of the on-screen Mr. McMahon. Theory. So what happens now to Theory, if anything, gentlemen in Studio 2, without Vince McMahon being around as part of that storyline? Gentlemen? Same as usual. Nothing's going to change the theory until maybe after SummerSlam, but I still think he's going to be the future of the company. Okay. Shark? Nothing's going to happen. So no change? There's going to be no change. Okay. I don't think there's going to be a change in the product for at least six months to a year. Okay. I think they're going to let Vince's like stuff play out as like a tribute to him and what he's done for the business. And Give whatever. it until Royal Rumble. Did that they will but dear you. God, for what I want to happen at SummerSlam with Theory, I hope the freaking God happens because people I, will lose their minds pissed off. And what I, is that? Hang on a second, Chief. What is that? I want to see the main event. I want to see some kind of spot where, like, both Lesnar and Reigns are down for the count. They ain't getting up. Theory comes out and it was like, I want to make it a triple threat match. I'm cashing in my money in the bank. And he literally just stands there as the ref counts to 10 and wins the WWE title. With no one. Doesn't lift a finger to beat Roman or Lesnar. That would be epic. See, that's that's good (laughs) storyline right there. But but I I, I just want to ask a quick question. I haven't watched SmackDown from last night yet. I got it recorded. Um, It's on right now in the studio. I I heard Theory got his ass thumped last night by somebody. Yeah, Yeah, he did. So, okay. By some beast. Okay. Angry beast. I don't know. Don't tell me no more. I don't want to be spoiled. Here, you know what? I I love that idea, by the way. I think that would be almost as good as the finger poke. (laughs) 
kind of thing. Can I give one more thought? Real quick, sir. All right. Earlier in the week, when I saw it come out that Triple H had taken over talent relations for WWE, mm -hmm. I knew there was something up then. Mm -hmm. Didn't know what it was. Didn't know, and, and I'm being honest. Sure, sure. Didn't know Vince was going to retire. Right. But to see that happen and Laurinaitis go out to the pasture, right? Um, I knew something was up then. Well, I think when when Triple H made his appearance at NXT and said he's back, and then it had been reported that nothing had changed at NXT because I think everybody presumed he was going to be back and active um, going back to NXT, and then all of a sudden he hasn't been active, and then all of a sudden this comes down, you can see where some of these things are starting to go together. All right, with that, yes. gentlemen, hour number one is in the books. We still got a lot to cover in hour number two. Thank you for watching Thoughts Can Anywhere. Don't go anywhere. we got another hour to come. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephiroth, over here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anyone. This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends and Thoughts Count Anyone. The podcast for your mind when you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Kassaus, a.k.a. Marty the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching this. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zeus, from the hit movie Friday, and from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Kavari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. Number two, Chief is still warming up. Although he's had a strong first hour. So 9.99, I'm giving with my uh, thing today. 
There it is right there. $9.99. Now, and if you buy a fan, I'll send you a case of WD-40. There you go. The OnlyFans. I'll tell you what, that's cooking. We still need to make his OnlyFans t-shirt. We got to we gotta see if we can get that done. I so like, I like you, three quarters. The other Aaron timers. sends me the thing all. Three quarters half-timers. I like right. that one better. <laughs> ThoughtsCutAnywhere.com is the place to go. Hey, what are we going to talk about this hour? Probably the rest of the run. <laughs> He's got a oh, lot okay. to cover. ThoughtsCutAnywhere.com. Go out there. Hit the shop tab. We got a slew of shirts and cups and hats and all kinds of stuff. Um, will be available for purchase. Are available for purchase. Yeah, all sorts yeah. of stuff. Cheap and ain't easy. Hall of Fame stuff. We got all kinds of stuff out there. Always new shirts in development. So go check it out. We appreciate it. All right. So let's get back to the run sheet and cover a couple of quick things before time runs out. Right. Cody Rhodes in the chat room mentioned, or somebody in the chat room earlier mentioned Cody Rhodes. How's he doing? There's the, the website. Um, Cody he, did win an ESPY for best moment in wrestling this year. He's not coming back until the doctors release him. Right, That's right. right. They won't even give him a timeline. Because no. they know he'll try to jump it. So he personally Cody, knows the doctor, and the doctor is like, I'm not telling you a timeline, because we all know you're going to try to jump it. So, Royal Rumble. In case, in case anybody was wondering how Montez Ford has kind of really bulked himself up physically and has gotten into much better shape, apparently his main diet, maybe I should try it, peanut help? butter and jelly sandwiches. Hell That's yeah. Pretty, I should try that. Right there, buddy. <laughs> You're supposed to eat them, not wear them. He needs a Taco Bell bong. When, I, <laughs> when I get, when you get to be my age, you can eat what the hell you want, and it all goes to your stomach. All right, Liz, are you hearing that, Liz? Let's see. Um, no, I know. I wrote it down. It's on there. It's on there. It's in the middle. You tell me we're going to run. Right in the middle of the bullets. All right, I got Mon it. So Montez. Jeez, he's got it. Undertaker. That's makes a, a surprise that's appearance. That's power Gary kicking in. <laughs> uh, Undertaker makes a surprise appearance at Comic-Con in San Diego. The one year I don't freaking go. I wonder what he the charged. You, don't go. you know how mad I would have hey. been, though, if I was there? Hey. I wonder how much he charged. He was just there for a panel. He wasn't charging for anything. Oh, he wasn't autographing? Did you guys see the biography? Now, the WWE has a new biography legend series. You guys catch yeah. that with the Taker? The one with Taker? It yeah. was awesome. Even the one with Goldberg, which was episode number two, I what thought. What kind of weird good. wrestling fans are out there that Goldberg's was more rated than Undertaker? I know, I saw that. I saw well, that. Well, we got the Bella Twins tomorrow. That one's going to be interesting. Eh. Two hours on the Bellas. Eh. Is John Laurinaitis make the final cut? Eh. Well, if the show's already in the Not can. Not interested. If the show's already in the can, he might he might be in there. One house, one way or another. So I oh. met them four years ago, and I banged their mom. Hopefully you don't have a telephone. And now they don't talk to me because I'm an asshole. 702-329-6947. <laughs> Press the number one to join the chat if you're listening on the app. Please give us a call. We'd love to hear from you as well. And thank you for listening. one 855 Everybody sending in messages on Twitter, YouTube. Thank you so much. Keep them coming. We appreciate all your involvement in the show. All right, let's keep going real quickly. Zoe Stark returns from injury and won a 20-woman battle royale to get a title shot. That should have been the number one we talked about. Zoe over Stark. Over Vince McMahon. Hell yeah. No, not over Vince. That was the first. You, you, you said that, number one. That was the first hour. We're in the, circuit, in the second <laughs> hour what, what now. Am I, what am get I missing? With, get, will you get with the program? 
I'm with the so, program. I wrote the fucking damn. program. <laughs> no, you read my <laughs> the Rand sheet, not the program, buddy. There's a it, difference. Oh, my God. Not much. We lost Do it. Do it live. Listen, we, we lost it. We lost it 30 seconds into the show. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, Cora Go. Jade put her tag title in trash after turning on her partner last week. Do we really think that's a sign that the women's tag titles in NXT are going bye-bye now, too? I think so. Goodbye, tag titles. I, I just, you know, there was only one woman that done the belt. Fabulous Moolah. No. <laughs> you dumb <laughs> Don't do that when I'm drinking water. <laughs> you dumb <laughs> Chief almost wore, Chief almost oh, wore that one. Hey, I, think, I, think the, I think for your information there, uh, crack research Chief reporter, it was Medusa. Uh, you go to the trash thing. All right. You All right. usually name the who oldest d- women I can Who think dumped of it into trash? I think it was Medusa. Yes, she was. W- Am I right yeah, on Medusa that? Yeah, Medusa was the See, original one. Medusa. Yeah, See? yeah See? and, that's, so, why, and so, that's why we had Montreal. But anyway, so why, you know, it's been done once. Why do it again? You know, it's Everything in wrestling has been repeated over and over and over. And, and anyway, who cares if Corey J? I don't never mind. Bro, all right, so bro, no, bro. What if we had the women's tag titles on a pole, bro? It would sell tickets, bro. I mean, come on, bro. This is wrestling, bro. Jim Cornette cannot do a single goddamn thing about it, bro. We would sell ratings, bro. Have have you? Hell no, Russo. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Chief get up out of the chair and go slap somebody? On camera, no. It may happen. Uh, I want to thank Vince Russo for calling in there for those ten seconds. I appreciate Vince Russo. Yeah, he could have. Good job, bro. He could. Yes. He could have done it a little longer. What do you think? No. Huh? No. I think he. I think Vince Russo beats Matt Riddle with the word bro. Give him an hour. What's the over under? Who would beat who? Saying the word bro. In oh my 69? god. Oh, Vince hey. Russo by a mile. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> could could you imagine Vince Russo and Bobby Heenan? Oh my god. Freaking Heenan would eat his ass up. Next topic. I gotta tell Ding. you, I gotta tell you, this this name is getting it to the point for me as that other name that I don't like. Logan Paul. Why does anybody really care this much about Logan Paul becoming a WWE wrestler? This is all I remember of Nick Khan. They let all this talent go for budget cuts. The Alistair Blacks of the world, the Bray Wyatts, the people that you wanted to see on TV. But God forbid we get Logan Paul signed to a multi-million dollar, multi-year contract. Who the hell cares? TMZ. Yeah, but they're not involved in the hiring of these guys. No, but they want the uh, media people to take take them seriously. They want the mainstream media to... Chief must be be watching a different show. (laughs) He wasn't last in the Nashville territory. I was watching what do you the got? Bella Twins. You were watching the Bella What do you got there? You read something that obviously... Somebody private messaged me and said, hit him with the Dr. Schultz slap. Oh, that's it. Well, Garth, yeah, Garth has that in the chat room. That's who sent it yeah. to me. Well, you got hit him with the Dr. Schultz slap, Thomas Glenn. All right. So... I love it. I don't know. I don't well, know what's going on, what they're going to do. Talk I, to me. To me, Logan Paul and Miz... That, for me, right now, based on what I know of the SummerSlam card, that'll be my potty break. Yeah, that's, that's not... You know what Logan would, Paul wins. You know what I would love to see? Huh? 
Johnny Knoxville, Manny Chalokin, Paul. I'd like that, to see would be <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. I'd like to see Johnny Knoxville uh, go against Logan Paul. That would, that would be, be awesome. the only time I'd be rooting for Logan Paul. That'd be awesome. In the meantime, yeah. Logan Paul and Miz, Seth Rollins and Riddle are official for SummerSlam. Now, we kind of talked about this during the week. You guys saw this. That WWE announced or got out on the sheets that they don't like the card that has been created for SummerSlam, right? Wait, wait stop. But aren't it. they the ones that created the SummerSlam card? Wait a minute. Wait they a minute. did. Wait, They're st idiots. Stop. Who, who, said, who said the WWE you, didn't like their card? Who said that? WWE. Some jabroni. It was on reported the dirt by WWE to the dirt sheet. Who? It was kind of funny. I read I last night name. that See, WWE is happy with the SummerSlam card, and it looks very strong. See, that's what I'm saying. We see all this shit out on public media. Well, we got to talk about it when we Who see it. Who the hell said it? We got to talk about it when we see it. Otherwise, we would just be looking you know? at each other, and our show would be done in ten minutes. Who, it's who, funny if you ever look at like uh, two minutes Bruce Pritchard's podcast. All he does is like rip on the dirt sheets because he's like, "I was there." I'm glad you brought his name up. How long do you think he is in the offing with WWE now that Vince is gone? Bruce is going to be there. You think so? Bruce is still going to be there. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because he because he's a lifer. He's got a good mind for creative. I mean, now that, now that Do Vince, is, he's got a good mind for creative. It just he has to now that maybe Vince is gone, he can get better ideas pushed through. Uh, uh, he Bruce was he, there. Bruce he was, was he was good as brother love. Okay, I agree. That's about it. I want to recognize the Twitter message I'm that just sorry. came Go in. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Sarah at Sarah underscore R Pereira says, Miz deserves better than a match with Logan Paul. I'm so sick Truth. of the stupid matches. Thank you, Sarah. There, I think, there it is right there. I think stupid we're all in agreement. Stupid ass matches. Just like Johnny Knoxville. Anyway, all right, and, next and, topic. And you love him. You know it. Just like I love going to the freaking dentist. The Bella Twins say Total Divas. Still have potential. We'll leave that comment there. But if uh, it were to come back, who would be the five women that you would love to cast in the show? While you guys ponder that, Franklin from Florida 407 says, long as Bruce is creative, nothing much will change. But I fully expect Dunn and Bruce to be out soon. Stephanie and Triple H do not like both of them. It's no secret. I do see Paul and Triple H take over creative. HBK will take over NXT. I do agree with Paul Heyman, I think, should be more involved in creative. Oh, yeah. Right? I think we're in agreement with that. Hire Bully Ray. Yeah. Yes, hire Bully Ray, yes. There's so many good creative minds out there. There could be so, You know, there could, I, got, I got to write this thought down. Hold on. William Hudson says, go the, on, go ahead. the throwbacks today are excellent. Bring back brother love. All right. Gentlemen in Studio 2. Gentlemen in Studio 2, before we go to our first break, while Chief's writing whatever it is he wants, his shopping list to pick stuff up, I'm sure, on the way home. No, Liz got the steaks already. I, I saw them. I did. And I saw the saw pictures. Them. If Total Divas comes back, this is not a question of whether you like the show or not. What five women, if the show were to come back, would you like to see behind-the-scenes stuff about? Alexa. Okay. Liv Morgan. Okay. Rhonda. That's three, right? Yeah, three. Two of those three have already been featured in the past, but okay. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. no. I, I, I know. I'm just putting that in there for information. I said stand up for yourself. <laughs> Damn I'm just right. helping him fortify his info. That's all. Stand up. So who's, give yourself. me two more. Uh, Casey Cadenzaro. Okay. And I say Cora Jade. Okay. Shark, give me five. Bailey. Okay. Sasha Banks. 
if she's still with the company. Ronda Rousey, Mm -hmm. Charlotte Flair, and if we're going to have, like, a widespread of NXT, Mandy Rose. Okay. Interesting. Give me five, Matt. Five versions of Alexa Bliss. (laughs) (laughs) Throw in Shaw Guerrero in there after what happened at UWW? I would say Alexa Bliss, Mandy Rose, Shaw Guerrero wishfully. Cora Jade. And they'd probably still have to stick the Bella Twins in there. Okay. I think that would be a given. So I agree with that. All right, Chief, I know you're not a fan of the show, but give me five women that you want to see on the show before we go to break. Five Ray Ripley's. Okay, now, he just, and yet he ripped us, you and I, for me not starting the second hour talking about Tony Stark, and he didn't even put Tony Stark on that show. Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. Zoe. Zoe Stark. I was thinking he said Iron, Iron Man. I, Iron. I said Iron Man. <laughs> she come back. I'm sitting too freaking close over here. What's up? Wait a minute. Hold it. Wait. Hurry up. We got to go to break. I can't get it out. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Coming back after break, the show will continue outside while Chief is cleaning the inside of the studio. You're watching TCA. We'll be right back. This is the story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long running Vegas Unwrapped radio show and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over and listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is John Cena. I just, I just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count any? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. Alrighty then. 
studio set has been cleaned up here. It's been freshened. All right, let's shift over to AEWROH here. A couple of things to note. Jungle Boy made a successful return. And uh, Luchasaurus just kind of let him go right to the ring to get after Christian, which I think surprised many people because Christian thought Luchasaurus was going to protect him. Gentlemen? Good, good writing. Yeah? Good surprised writing. Surprised the hell out of me. Excellent writing on that. Do we see then at some point Luchasaurus turn on Christian? Do we see a re- he, reformation he, he, of those guys? Well, he kind of did turn on Christian by letting Jungle Boy go to the ring. Yeah, but that could it be a one-off? Lucha, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we know things happen once, and then the story changes. So, are, you, are, you, are we going to see a turn of Randy Orton on on uh, Riddle? I don't think so. I don't think we're going to see a turn on uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Okay. I think Luchasaurus is going to let Jungle Boy whoop some ass. I think Luchasaurus is going to return on him, honestly. You turn think on, so? He'll, he'll return on Jungle Boy? Like, Christian will say something to him that'll, like, make him do something. But may, may Is it horrible that when, like, Christian was going after everybody's dads, I was kind of hoping Negative One was going to come out at some point just to see what the fuck was going to happen? Maybe Jungle Boy's mom, <laughs> maybe Jungle Boy's mom will slap the shit out of Christian. Maybe Brody Lee might be the one subject that's not. I think that's to be the one you're going to keep away from. But nope. I was like, Bro- the Brody Lee story. Just out of morbid oh. curiosity, what would happen? I, don't know. I, w- I would love to see Negative One kick his ass, but maybe maybe uh, uh, Jungle Boy's mom would be like the special guest referee. Could be any worse than freaking randomly putting Jeff Jarrett in a uh, I know. guest uh, referee spot. Hey, I, I, being that we're talking about AEW. Real quickly, mm-hmm. and I wrote it down. <laughs> did WWE take note? Wrote, wrote did, shit down. Yeah, right. I'm taking notes. Did, did, w, did WWE make a mistake by letting Claudio Castanoli go? Oh, no question. In Big my mind. mistake. Huge. They I'm needed sure. that money to sign Logan Paul <laughs> and give Johnny Knoxville his WrestleMania bonus. They got priorities, mm. man. And the rest of the jackass crew the WrestleMania bonus. No, I agree. I think that. that's one of Vince like. I'm I'm assuming, Vince, that's one that the WWE let get away. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, everything went through Vince. I'd say Bray Wyatt and Aleister Black were worse to let go. How about Strowman? I think think, they they screwed him up too much. I've never really liked Strowman. How about a friend of ours? Yeah, they really screwed up letting Cross go, yes. Well, they never really gave him a shot, unfortunately, in his true... No, they didn't. That stupid gladiator gimmick killed him from the get-go. Yeah, they played And then losing Hardy in his first night out with Hardy cheating, which made as much sense as anything in the world. You know, know, we can't can't read Vince's mind on his thinking of character development or coming from one show to another. Uh, And I want to get on with AEW, but I, I think there were some folks let go that uh, they missed the boat on. Definitely missed the boat on. So No question. But it's like when some of these releases were first coming <clears throat> out, I think on this show, we talked about if we had TCA Wrestling Federation, we talked about all those people that are out there would make one hell of a roster to start yeah. a company with, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, yeah um, definitely. Samoa Joe, let's put his name in there, you know. Uh, but I think 
For the longest time, I think we'd all be in agreement. Again, I know we talked about it here. Cesaro, and I'll just, because I can't say his last name, Claudio, then I'll just go with. Claudio Castro. Was one of the most underrated, underutilized performer on the WWE roster, except for the run he had against Roman, which everybody thought, finally, he's going to get into the main event stream and picture. But once that run against Roman was over during the pandemic stuff. He was done. That was it. One and done. Yeah, and I think that's a shame. And I, and, and I think it was definitely, I think in my mind, if everybody let go, yes, a lot of shocks, Bray Wyatt and company, but, but seeing Claudio go, I think, was a shock, but one Cla- that, if you look back, should have never happened. And Cla- and Claudio I, gets his moment tonight. And I didn't mean to deter away from Yeah, no, no, it's a good our, question. Our yeah, it's a good question because we're going to talk about it in a moment. When we talk about the uh, upcoming pay-per-view, Death yes, Before Dishonor. Yes, sir. Chris Jericho won the barbed wire everywhere match, breaking his nose in the process. I hope that storyline's over. I do, too. I'm tired I of I hope Kingston. that match never, ever happens again. <laughs> I am not a fan of it in Kingston. Never have been. Hopefully he goes away. You know, you, you, can, huh? say, you can say what you want the about. The exit's right there, sir. You, you can say what you want to say about me. But I'm gonna tell you what, geriatrics are kicking in. Geriatrics are kicking in. No question, no question. I mean, even even Claudio was during the blood and guts matchup on the cage, doing the swing up there. He was nervous about doing, but he did. But I agree. Listen, to me, and again, this is old school me, and and I'm gonna and I'm gonna put a disclaimer out there. Nothing against Terry Funk and and uh, man, not mankind, Cactus Jack, when they had all the blood and the barbed wire matches. When you use that as a stunt match once every couple of months, yep. okay. But when you're doing that stuff every week and all that, the blood, all the crimson masks and everything else, to me, that's way too much. Yep. Oh, over yeah, the, the top. The blood is being way overdone in AEW right now. It needs to stop. Once they put the like Jericho Appreciation Society in the shark cage, and I'm like, hold on, Tay and Sammy are missing. I know how this is about to end. Right. And I feel, I'll tell you what, and you know who I feel bad for in that storyline? Ruby Soho. She gets arm smashed in a limousine door a few weeks ago, right? She thought she was getting some backup the other night. Instead, somebody turned on her and she got her ass kicked again. Yep. They're not using her, in my opinion, right as well for no, in AEW. I agree. Who would have thought when the Riot Squad started that Liv Morgan would be the last one standing and the SmackDown Women's Champion? And have a title around her waist. But exactly. you know, Nobody. Justice do. I'm, oh, yeah. You know, I think we're all happy that Liv, is to, yeah. Liz ha- Liv has the belt. It has been one year since CM Punk debuted with AEW. Has he lived up to the hype? I think so. Hell yeah. Chief? Minus the injury. I guess that's a, <laughs> I guess that's a no. And, and in a way, I agree with it. You know what? I, he, he has, in my opinion, his return was not as big a thing as Daniel Bryan's uh, Daniel Bryanson showing up. Unfortunately, Adam Cole got buried in his return because Daniel showed up on the same night at the end, which threw that crowd crazy. Um, I think Cesaro's entrance, Claudio's uh, entrance in AEW, I think may have gotten as big a pop, if not more, than CM Punk. That's just me. I'm very interested to see what these gentlemen are making on their contracts, and that would tell me if they're holding up to what they should be doing and what or what they're not doing but you got to take in, uh, injury stuff aside you know uh daniel bryanson brian danielson he's been out with injury 
Punk's been out, Cole's been out. So you got to kind of take that out of the mix. But before they got injured, I questioned how strong a return was Punk's versus the other guys. I think uh, CM Punk has been more like storyline driven since he's been there, and Brian Danielson's been more like wrestling driven since he's been there. Part of the black. So it just depends if you're yeah. a storyline fan or if you're a wrestling like Matt wrestling fan. Oh, that's a great point. Well, since, well, since we're talking about the, the pop debut pops, is Punk's tainted because it was in his hometown? No. Because I thought he got the biggest pop since it was in his hometown. True. I'm okay. I mean, I'm okay with it. I think it's a great way to take advantage of the audience. Well, you, you, yeah. That's good duh, you should get your biggest pop in your hometown. That's yeah, but Aaron a, was that's saying. That's a no freaking brainer. Well, yeah, but Aaron was saying that he thinks Brian Danielson got a bigger pop when he debuted and Cole got a bigger look pop. At the pop that, look at the pop that Adam, Adam Page got when he was in his hometown with the championship well, belt. Yeah, but Sorry. Aaron the same was, damn thing. Yeah, but Aaron was saying. Ah, bullshit. <laughs> I'm sp- speaking of pops, I'm watching the monitor from SmackDown right now. So just give me a few seconds, would oh. you please? Okay, anyway. Calm Even yourself, when, like, CM or, like, Folks, for Cena the, came back a couple weeks ago. If he for came those back of in, like, you uh, that don't know, they were looking at hubcaps. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't even know what the hell that means anymore. Because now you've got all the Good. UWW women calling themselves fucking hubcaps. So I don't know if that's, like, an insult still or not. Take it any way you want. Speaking of wasted... I'll explain to Matt uh, after the show. Speaking of wasted storylines, what they're doing with Lacey Evans is is totally obnoxious. But go ahead, Matt. Um, Finish your thought. Finish your thought, Matt. I forgot what I was even saying. Oh, my God. Oh, Uh Chief. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Be careful. Behave yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, we've now just entered the G-rated part of our show. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Liz, we need you in this cat room at 9 o'clock. I'm sorry. This 30-minute stuff's not working. <laughs> okay, well, when you remember your thought, Matt, let us know, and we'll get, we'll, we'll get out there. He's got three-quarters half-heimers. He, he's sitting too close to you, right? I got interrupted-itis. Hey. Got interrupted, and I forgot hey. what I was saying. Is he related hey. to John? Hey. <laughs> interrupted-itis? Okay, anyway. All right, let's move on. Indie Impact. Uh, Impact Indie, a couple of things, and we'll get into the card for uh, Death Before Dishonor. Good Brothers' contract with Impact Wrestling expired last week. What does this mean for the Good Brothers? They're still the tag team champions, so they got a... I'm pretty sure they're on like a pretty handshake deal or something until they lose the belt or the end of the summer, and then they'll probably go back to New Japan or something. Yeah, show, I think they're going to be in Japan show. more. Yeah. Show by show. Okay. Shark, what do you think about the Good Brothers? They're going to go back to New Japan, probably work with AEW if they, if they can get a deal going on. Yeah. I don't see them going back to WWE anytime soon. I remember what I was going to say about, go like, on. big pops in hometowns and stuff. It was go like on. when Cena came back, like, a couple of weeks ago. He would have got a much louder pop if it was in, like, a Boston actual like big town. Like, why they brought him back in Laredo, Texas, of all places. Is beyond me. Maybe schedule related or something. To sell tickets. He would have came back at MSG, Staples Center. But didn't that coincide with his actual uh, anniversary date, though? It did, yes. Probably. So that might be why. It's as our friend always says. It's about the money. New Japan announces a show in Las Vegas September 11th at Samstown. Take my money. (laughs) Take my money. I want to see what the card's going to look like. It doesn't matter what the card is. Just, I'll be there. (laughs) 
Oh my god! Right, yeah, the, the champ <laughs> schedule, Jay White. Yeah, I, I, I guess he's going to be there, huh, Jay White? Yeah, Jay White, Filthy Tom. Who? Filthy Tom Lawler. Oh, that's it. I just came up with a nickname for Thomas. Filthy Tom. Dirty Tom. I can't use filthy. Dirty it's Tom. already used. <laughs> filthy Thomas is already used. So let's cut. we'll call it just Dirty Tom. Should Dirty I make Tom. like Thomas's face in like a Joe Dirt shirt? Like the peanut, <laughs> like, or the peanut character. What's what's a peanut character that's always dirty? Oh, pig pen. Uh, pig yeah. pen. Pig pen. There you go. Big pen. Pig, pig, pig pen. pen. There you go. I like it. Shark and I like pig it too. pen. Was this last night? Yes. Oh. Why do you think I talked about Lacey Evans? Can can I? I want to comment on that, if I may. On which one? Lacey Evans. Can I finish this first, and then you can comment on that? Absolutely. All right. Last note. <laughs> Didn't we have a whole WWE report for that? No. no well, I'm under now. I'm <laughs> right. Well, I brought it up, but he didn't follow up with anything other than well, looking at me. If we can put the show on Wikipedia while he's, like, looking random shit up and follow along, probably. All right. <laughs> Ric Flair's last match will be a tag team. I, we've talked about this, I think, in no, general. No, go ahead. But now it'll be him and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I'm, I, I feel better about the who's, match now that he's with Andrade, Jared, and Lethal. Who's going to order the train wreck? <laughs> not me. I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But then again, it is a stacked card with many other matches on there. I'll watch yeah. it solely for Killer Cross. It's there you go. Literally. It. There you well, go. Well, I'm, looking, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week, but I'm looking forward to the Wolves versus the Machine Guns. Motor yeah. City Machine Guns? Yeah, All right, there. Chief, go is, for it, sir. Is he going to be here next week? I don't even know what did I'm you, doing tomorrow. I'm not even thinking about yeah, next week. Yeah, he just assumes shit. Well, you know what? We'll see what happens All next right. week. Anyway, what, what I was... <laughs> next week, who the hell knows is going to show up? You're the one who keeps picking them up. What I was, <laughs> what I was going to say was uh, Lacey Evans. Yes, Lacey in, Evans. In, in all honesty. Yes. Um, so I, I like her as a wrestler, but the gimmick that either she's developed or um, the WWE's developed about the military aspect. Mm -hmm. It's kind of pissing me off. Okay? And uh, sometimes I think it's a slap in the face to me, and it's a slap in the face to other military people. I know it's pro wrestling. I know it's a storyline. I get it. But I think sometimes things that aren't said or better left alone. To me, what I don't like about this is they flip-flopped originally from a face, then they started the heel turn when they moved her to Raw, they bring her back to SmackDown, I think maybe the first return to SmackDown she presented as a face before she took on this persona as a heel. That, to me, from a wrestling perspective only. If she was going to be placed as a heel, make her a heel for the time she returns as back and forth stuff is absolutely ridiculous. Well, I think we can thank the Money of the Bank crowd for the heel turn because the crowd didn't give a shit about her, so that's what they're going off of. Could be. Well, but then, but I think we'd all say is when she was the Southern Belle and she was in the storyline with Ric Flair, she was a heel from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Yes. And she was successful at it. Why not have her come back as a heel to get her feet back under her for a while and then turn her in a storyline as a face for a while. Not, not try to juggle her. I think that's hurt her more than anything, in my opinion. But When she came back as a face, I was like, these promos are freaking god-awful. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's, you know, 
Garth, we got off the rails 30 seconds into the show. So X Flax. All right. Let's go to our commercial for the second hour, and then we come back. We got to talk about Death Before Dishonor, and then we have birthdays and pop culture. Still a lot to do in the last 25 minutes. You're watching Thoughts Can Anywhere. We'll be right back. Well, you should be ready. <laughs> this is the do story of one man's incredible journey from 350 to 200 pound weight loss and his mission to help and inspire others. Aaron Phillips. People are praising Aaron's new book with five-star reviews. Aaron's various humorous and wildly entertaining stories portray his rise as a sports announcer, his encounters with exotic and irregular entertainers on the Las Vegas Strip through his long-running Vegas Unwrapped radio show, and his contagious and positive style of pursuing success. Call now or visit our website or Amazon now to get your copy of Let My Voice Speak to You, stories from a Hall of Fame radio personality. Order now. What's up, man? It's your boy, Sephatu. I'm here with my man, Big G. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count Anyway. This is the essential character EC3 on behalf of my dear friends and thoughts count anyway. The podcast for your mind when you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hello, this is Martin Casals, aka Marty the Mob, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere Podcast. Enjoy! <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesse, former finesse division champion. And you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zeus, from the hit movie Friday and from No Holds Bar. Hi, I'm Sean Devari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. And we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning, Thoughts Count Anywhere. Vegas Studios, a unique multi-camera social media virtual content creator's paradise. We offer high-end services using live streaming and film production for your personal or corporate, commercial or event, and campaign needs. Pre-record or live stream to your audience on multiple social media platforms simultaneously. Fun and interactive with social media comments, phone lines, live remotes, audio foley sounds, and Snapchat filters. Be creative, get recognized, and make money. We help you by providing an all-in-house production team. Visit our website at golive.vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We got about 25 minutes left. Buckle your seatbelts. We got a lot to do before we say goodbye. All right, let's get into it, gentlemen. Death Before Dishonor. Preview and predictions. I believe that is tonight. Is that correct, sir? Yep. And it's available and probably screw you, Tony Khan, because that event has been in Vegas for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's in some stupid other town. Lowell, Massachusetts. It's, uh. it's, it's available on Fight TV or something? Fight yes. TV and traditional pay-per-view. Gotcha. All right. First match, ROH Championship. Jonathan Grisham takes on the aforementioned Claudio Castanoli. Yay, you said it. I know. <laughs> That's because he was watching me. Wait, let me take my teeth out and try. <laughs> ah, shit. I can't. I don't come out. <laughs> Claudio. <laughs> go ahead. Go. Give me your predictions. We're just going to do predictions. So, Claudio. Go. Claudio, go. Claudio. Next. Claudio. Claudio. All right. 
ROH Tag Team Championship. Best two out of three falls. FTR takes on the Briscoes. Thomas. Dem boys. FTR. Chief. FTR. After that promo on Wednesday, they're going to fight like eight-year-olds, and FTR is going to retain. There you go. ROH Women's Championship. Mar uh, Mercedes Martinez takes on Serena Deep. Shark. Mercedes. Historian. Serena. Oh, we know it's his name. Matt. That match sounds like physical fucking torture, but Mercedes is going to retain. Chief. Is it Serena's time? I, I say yes. Okay. <laughs> ROH TV Championship. Wrestling. You, are you shitting your pants over there? Or right, well, it's no worse than what you did uh, before. Uh, ROH so TV. I'm not waving it at somebody. Championship. <laughs> I wasn't. I was fanning it. There's a difference. If I start turning green, you'll know why. That's from Matt. ROH TV Championship. Samoa Joe takes on Jay Lethal. Joe. Joe. Jay Lethal wins with a lot of help. Oh, are you saying that there's going to be some shenanigans? Yes. <laughs> Chief? That big-ass dude is going to cost Samoa Joe the belt. Okay. Lethal. All right. ROH Pure Championship Wheeler Yuta takes on Daniel Garcia. Matt. Wheeler Yuta. Chief. Yuta. Yuta man. Shark. <laughs> Yuta. Thomas. Thomas. Yuta retains right. the title. There we go. We're all the way around. Should be a fun wrestling match. ROH six-man tag team championships. The Righteous versus Dalton Castle and The Boys. Historian. The Righteous. Shark. Righteous. Chief. He's looking over like, who the hell's the righteous? <laughs> Weren't they a singing group in the 60s? Weren't they a singing group, Chief? That was the Righteous Brothers. Oh, I, I thought I'm mistaken. My, I'm sorry. Just say righteous. Righteous. <laughs> the righteous will win. Ah, <laughs> uh, brother. And then they'll sing Unchained Melody after the match. Yeah. Rush takes on Dragon Lee. Roosh. 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 Do you, do you know who they are? No. <laughs> That's why the hell I was asking. Who the hell are they? So he's pulling. I have to say it now. Bernard, this is how we're going to say hello to him. Bernard hey, Barchi from Be Big Financial. My man, Bernie. <laughs> we are now going to call. We have something we're going to now name. When somebody doesn't know who these people are and they just pick a name following everybody else, <laughs> we're just going to call it the Bernard. Okay. Do, do, so right, Chief yeah. is pulling hey, the Bernard. Do, 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 I credit, do I get credit for that? Since or I maybe we should say be big. We should yeah. be better for marketing yeah. for him. Be, be. be big. You started it? Well, I asked him all those questions at the... Oh, yes, you, you did. Yes. Be Very big. well done, by the way. Be big. But it was obvious he was just following the yeah. cards. Yeah. So, big, big pig. Be big. Be, be big. big. All right. Big. Brian Cage and Gates of Agony take on Tony Deppin, Alex Zane, and <laughs> Kristen. I saw him already. <laughs> Go. They were in the territories. He would know. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Brian Cage's group. I don't freaking know. Brian Cage and Gates of Ag Agony. I don't know. Chief, for just for the hell of it. I I'm going to go with Brian Cage and Gates of Agony because it sounds like it's a sh sh Never mind. Shark. <laughs> Brian Cage and Gates of Agony will win. Gates of Agony sounds like whatever's going on in Chief's pants uh, right now. <laughs> Our boy Toa Leona is a part of that group. Oh, my God. Liz, 
Liz is still in the chat room, so you I know, guys, you're trying. So you're, you, you, you guys can't stop do nothing. You, you can't do nothing. Pitcher's got a belly itch. Oh, my God. Shark, your prediction on this six. I already said it. It's like it's it. Somebody didn't give me a prediction. God damn it. Give it to me. We'll do it live. Tully Blanchard Enterprises. Oh, my God. Shinobi Shadow Squad versus Thrustbusters. 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 I, I I'll take the Thrustbusters any day. I don't even know who's in it, but that name wins if that's a thing. It's Thrustbusters. Dear God. I did Thrusters yesterday. I will yesterday. make 10 shirts. I did, th I did Thrusters at CrossFit yesterday, so I got Thrusters in the brain. <laughs> Gentlemen. Thrustbusters. Who the hell is either one of these tag teams? I've never heard of either one. Hey, Will, I'm losing it, buddy. Jennifer, there is a you. show out there called Ring of Honor. You're throwing so much <laughs> shit at me. I never heard Thrustbusters. He's <laughs> like, what do you mean? This isn't Captain Lou Albano? Thrustbusters, and then we got the <laughs> Shinobi Shadow Squad. What the hell kind of shit's that? It's called Wrestling huh? in 2022. Then, then, we, then, we get Brian, then we get Brian Cage in the Gates of Agony. It sounds like that's an X-Lax job. Jesus. Sounds like Chief's medication in the oh, morning. That's another Chief's rant. <laughs> Damn. That's Cole. my boy. Damn. Do you know who Cole Cabana is? Who cares? I, it's, it's on the card. Yeah, I know who he Cole is. Cole Cabana versus Anthony Henry. Anthony Henry. Cabana. Like, I know a, another Henry. It's Mark Cabana Henry. Is, Cabana's a jabroni. <laughs> shit, folks, you can't make this shit up. I tell you. Jennifer I loves it. She says, we're Ooh. funny. If she's not rolling on the floor in tears and laughter right oh, now, Jesus and she only watches us for the humor, God only knows why. <coughs> so, so Studio two, Cabana or Henry? Cabana, but I'm going back to Thrustbusters. Okay. The Thrustbusters. That's all I'm ever calling them ever. It's called Thrustbusters, damn it. Uh, a former friend of CM Punk that he will no longer talk to, Colt Cabana. Oh, thank God the last match. Hey, I know this one. Allison Kay's going to win. I know her. All right. Allison Case taking on. At least Chiefs know who's Allison <laughs> Kay is. Wait a minute. Of all the goddamn names on this card, he's like, I know who the hubcap is, though. Yeah. <laughs> By God. <laughs> he's like, I knew who the hot little piece of ass is. We still, we still. I don't know who the like goddamn six-man tag team champions are. We still got But 12. the little girl that's on the goddamn end of the pre-show. I know got, who that is. We still got 12, 12 minutes left. Can you believe that? I haven't done birthdays yet. I know. I still got to do birthdays. But wait, Allison K takes on Willow Nightingale. And for Chief's sake, she's the third cousin of Florence Nightingale. Just to help you out. Didn't, hey, didn't, ser seriously, seriously. Didn't she wrestle Wednesday night in the tag team? Who? Willow, Willow. Willow did yes. Willow did yes. With uh, what's her name from uh, Impact? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was against. It was a three on two match. No, it, no, was, two on, it was a right tag team. Match. It was a tag team. Yeah. It was a tag team. The Jade of, uh, Cargill match. Yes. Right? Jade yeah, Jade Cargill and Kiara Hogan see versus. Chief, see, Chief knows knows his shit. Well, at least but you know your shit, bro. <laughs> but you know, but you noticed, you remembered it once I said Florence Nightingale. Yeah. Okay. And it came, it kicked in the three quarters. <laughs> he gets away. all his 2022 wrestling information from hubcap.com. Oh my God. This episode of Thoughts Count Anywhere is sponsored by Chiefs Hubcaps. Go to <laughs> chiefshubcats.com. And the telephone number is BR549. <laughs>
in all sizes. All the sh <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, somehow I'm going to get through birthdays. So if you're celebrating a birthday today through next Friday, I don't even know what next Friday's date is. I think it's the 29th. Happy birthday to oh, you. We want to wish you a happy birthday happy from all of us here at TCA. You. And you are, have I stalled happy long birthday. enough for you? <laughs> there we go. Happy birthday to you're you. You're celebrating a birthday with these people. Happy birthday music provided by Pocket Aces. Today, oh, I'm trying to get my breath back laughing. So i got to get the tears my out of my eyes. My ears are sweating. Woo! Today, July 23rd, let's wish a happy birthday to Sony Siaki and Mikey O'Shea. July 24th, Tori Wilson, Zach Sabre Jr., Angelo Dawkins, MJ Jenkins. Oh, my God, I'm still trying to catch some breath here. July 25th. I should also say July 23rd, the birthday of the Thrusters, but they I, I don't say, know. They say laughing is the best medicine. Oh, my so God. Uh, Nine months before that was the Thrustbusters' birthday. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for thrusting. <laughs> oh, my God. July if it wasn't for thrusting, none of this would be possible. <laughs> Brought to you by Huck Oh, my God. July 25th, Finn Balor. Kenzo Suzuki and Murphy. Did he make the laws? By the way, I'm just curious. July 26, Pitbull number two, Roderick Strong, Marty Scroll, Tessa Blanchard, Tommy Wildfire Rich, Jenny Cash, and the gentleman here in town who's known as the Songbird, Mr. Ricky Tenacious. July 27th. I forgot one. Who? Joe DeFalco's birthday is. July 27th, Doink the Clown. Which, by the way, which iteration of Doink is that? I asked him for the show, and he, said the, he said the older one. Okay, so. so is that the original one? All right. I, I got that sheet. July 27th. Matt Bourne. Matt Dolph Ziggler, Triple H, July 27th. Shannon Moore and Adam Page. Uh, July 28th. No, today of all days to have a long-ass list when I can't catch my breath from laughing so hard. Take a deep breath. I'm trying, brother, but I'm, I'm so still laughing so hard. July 28th. Noam Dar, Nick Jackson. Sammy Guevara and, and Zaya Lee and July 29th thank God I'm almost done with this list July 29th Scott Steiner Sonny Ono and really a staple guy in a lot of levels and I, and I say this with no real joke intended Captain Lou Albano really one of the pioneers in wrestling happy birthday to all of you out there celebrating we wish you to enjoy your birthday safely, and we'll see you next week here for another list when we end the show do you know who, in nine days. Do, do I have time who, to take a sip of water? Do, yeah. Do you know who Lou Albano's tag team partner was? Lou says. No. No, I was just you, guessing. You've mentioned it before, but I can't remember. The, Stan the Stanford Stomper. Tony Altamori. That's right. That was my yeah. second guess. <laughs> oh, so shit. I'm, I'm, I can't. My stomach is killing me so from laughing. So is mine. So who's the real historian? Uh, yes, you are. Well, anything predated... How, when were you born? Predated... 82. Huh? So anything predated 82, you're Pre the historian. Predated hubcaps. Oh my God. <laughs> Apparently in 2022, he's by far not the historian. <laughs> I was... Yeah, well, I still want to know who the hell the trust busters are. <laughs> Nobody's Nobody. It's Google, a thrustbuster. I'm trying to Google. look up a picture for the oldest hubcap I can find. You have a freaking iPad right in front of you. You have to go back to the Flintstones. 
uh, Matt, go back to the Flintstones. My iPad don't go back that far. He has to put 50 cents in it to, to find, work. To find the Trustbusters, it goes go back that far? No. doesn't go back, look, last week on Ring of Honor TV. No. <laughs> what Ring of Honor TV? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> True. Oh. Yeah, they don't have TV. Yet. Where are we going now? I have no fucking idea oh. at this point. What do pop we want, culture. Let's what go do to we pop want culture. To talk about? Let's go to pop culture because right, it's the last two things on the list, and then we'll figure it out from there. The American League wins the Major League All-Star Game. Did you guys see what happened? What would have happened if they had tied it, if the game had ended in a tie in the ninth inning? I so wish it would have happened. That would have been so much fun. Did you guys hear about it, what the rule was going to be? I did, but freaking Thomas, what was it? If the game would have been tied at the, at the end of nine, they were done a home run derby. Each manager would have picked three guys to go. And they would have only had, what, three swings, right? I believe so, Something yeah. Three like swings, yeah. Three swings each. Whoever has the most home runs, of course, wins the game. It, was, it would be like a shootout in hockey almost. Yeah. Baseball has lost it. Uh, okay. Being a traditionalist, even the All-Star game should be played traditionally, but... I have to say... The way the game is managed, you could have zero pitchers left by the ninth inning. I, so I, I did not watch the All-Star I didn't either. Game. I did not But watch I will say Giancarlo Stanton, my Yankee, did get MVP I did for not that. Watch, yeah, he crushed it. I did not well, watch hit. the home run derby. Yeah, I didn't either. What? Why didn't you watch the home run derby? That was freaking no, the no, most exciting part no, of the week. No. Sorry. They didn't do it in 1942. <laughs> that don't work for me, brother. I remember the days when there was a 900-foot outfield. <laughs> Back in the New York Giants era. I think that 900-yard outfield is now Camden Yards, which is why they're winning now. Yeah, well, I remember ballparks when they didn't have fences. I remember when you had to hit it right. 1,700 feet. Well, Yankee Stadium, center field was so far out there. Center field, I, you guys may have seen the footage. It, it's it's too, out there. They're too young. I've the, seen it. At the time, I've there were it. only three monuments in Monument Park, yep. which, which now is behind. Do you know who behind. they were? <sighs> Babe Ruth had to have been one of them. And who else? Uh, let's see. Mickey. Well, I'm referring to the video of Mickey Mantle having to chase a ball down that got caught between the three monuments. The Iron so, Man. I want to say. Oh, Lou Gehrig. Okay, so Lou, Ge yeah. Lou I Gehrig. I also want to say Ruth. Yogi Bear. Was, is Yogi Bear a part of it? Or no, no. You say Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear, boo-boo. That's going to be your name. We're going to call him boo-boo now. <laughs> that with the shark shit. He's <laughs> right. Listen. boo-boo. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> I know that. he wasn't hold a on, giant, hold on, hold but on. come on now. With due the, respect, the I'm a Giants fan, and I know my Giants history, okay? Yeah, of course. DiMaggio, Ruth, and... Gary. So back in those days, center field in Yankee Stadium was what, 450 straight out roughly? That the three statues were there on the playing field. And Mickey Mantle, it's out there at, at home. Ball got, and he had to go running behind the monuments. And I think it bounced around for a second or two to chase it before they, you know, eventually got smart. I know, like playing the baseball game. Like the PlayStation game, the polo grounds, the old yes. field. Yep, polo grounds. You've got to hit that thing so perfectly. That field is gigantic. Isn't Ebbets, was Ebbets Field uh, dimensions, were they bigger than Yankee Stadium in the day? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, and then Ebbets Field was there, too. Yeah. So yeah. think about in New York City. You had Yankee Stadium, Ebbets Field, <coughs> and the polo grounds. And I, re and I remember going to the polo grounds, seeing Jim Bunning wow. pitch 18 innings. Yeah, did, I mean, you did, go, go ahead. Did you guys see the inside the park grand slam by the Blue Jays player last night? I heard about it. I, I it wasn't like a, a fly ball that got it, he it was got fly, lost it. Was it. A, it was a high fly ball to center. Center <coughs> fielder completely lost it. Went over his head, landed on the track. The guy doesn't even go for the ball. 
left he fielder. Was there like, what yeah, he like where's he the ball? He was just walking. He was just walking towards the ball. Yeah. Then the left fielder comes and gets it and throws it back in, and it's too late. But Did he explain point. why he went walking after the ball instead of hustling for it? Did he just he, he didn't even see it? the ball? He was just walking. Not even after it landed. <laughs> and the other dude like dove for the ball and like threw it, and that dude yeah, from the Blue Jays was hauling. Yeah. Man, the uh. hitter, the hitter for uh, that hit that Ray <laughs> uh, Your mic is out. Talk, Anytime yeah, the Red mic. Sox lose is a good day. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially by 23, because that was freaking hilarious. Testing. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ramiel Tapia, the one who hit the inside the park home run, I knew him when he was in his minor leagues playing for my home, old hometown, Modesto Nuts. So, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right there. The Modesto what? Modesto Nuts. They Anybody? used to be called the Modesto A's. Now anybody, they're called the Modesto Nuts. Anybody want to insert the joke? <laughs> Please. Oh, I got to. Somebody insert the joke. <laughs> insert like, your joke. That's like going after low-hanging fruit. No. no. <laughs> oh, my God. No pun intended. Oh. <laughs> I'll show you the logo, and you'll laugh at that, too. Oh, oh I'm looking that shit up. Were they freaking <laughs> hanging or what? You'll see. You'll see. San Diego Comic-Con. Matt, yes, some sort of report. I gave you the lead in, and you didn't even. Well, because they're all take. It's all out there. He actually said the low hanging fruit thirty seconds before you did. It's like the first year I'm missing. It's kind of bummed, but because of like the whole COVID thing, I didn't know how I was gonna be with like autographs and stuff. But I'm kind of glad I missed it because if I'd have brought my stuff to get signed, and the Undertaker would have walked by me, and I had nothing for him, I would have been. Furious. Well, I'll tell you what. I talked to one. I talked to somebody last night that was over in uh, the L.A. area, California, for uh, last week, and they swung by uh, Thursday, trying to get tickets, individual tickets for uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. And guess what? They were all oh. sold out. So oh you, yeah, they sell out within like so five you, minutes of them going on. So through. you wouldn't have got tickets. I, I could have got them. I don't know. And, if what, and what the individual told me was, uh, they already got their tickets for the false Comic Con over there. They were on sale already. On Twitter, thank you, Grace Bot at, at uh, Grace Lloyd. To you. She just simply replies, "D's nuts." <laughs> Now, is I don't think. Like, is that like them boys? Can you turn that around and let's put, put that on your screen so the people. Can you click the one that can open it up large, the big one? Huh? And then we can put it on camera. So I wanted to show what the mascot oh. is for the Sacramento Nuts. Modesto Nuts. I'm sorry, Modesto Nuts. <laughs> well, either one is almost Who the same. Well, you know what? The funny, the great thing is with low level. Some nutty person. That's. <laughs> Maybe it's Mr. Maybe it's Planters. That, Mr. That Peanut could have been. Mr. That Peanut. was very brainy. To With the monocle. Do you have it? <laughs> Can you just when you have it up, turn it around? I think um, Mr. A. Ron has a camera camera ready for you to to show it. We're going to show you the mascot, and sometimes mascots comments don't really need words, <laughs> but anyway. Can't find like a big one. Just well, just turn it. Just what you, show me what you had with the overall display. We'll we'll show it on that as we. Uh, have a minute or two left. Anyway, crazy stuff this week. Uh, next week, the last show of July, July 30th. And by the way, real quickly, um, school year in Las Vegas, Clark County, 
starts the 8th of August, so be, be aware that the speed uh, zones will be in effect. And Yeah, don't speed because the chief says so. Rumor has it that here in Las Vegas, the Clark County School District, apparently COVID numbers are starting to inch back up, that be ready, there may be some restrictions coming down the pike regarding CCSD <laughs> and classrooms. So do you have it? You have it there, Mr. Matt. Hey, while we're you have something. Hold on a second. There you go. All right, Per, can you get on that there? There it is. Okay. <coughs> while, while we're the waiting, Modesto nuts. How about the Midland Rockhounds? What about the, them? The Lowell Spinners. The Hillsboro Hops. <laughs> That's the great thing about minor league baseball. The names they come up with <laughs> are just way out. Honestly, there. minor league baseball. Here you the best go. Players. Here you go. The Pensacola Blue. Wahoos. How about that one? Was McDaniel? Nothing's going to beat the, the nuts. No, no, exactly. No, what gonna... the hell's a blue wahoo? Yeah. Well, one of them fish. he said was the hops. So a little beer and nuts, yeah. maybe? I don't know. The Hillsboro hops. <laughs> All right. The only ones that can beat them are the Gamecocks. <laughs> University of South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina, buddy. What does that say? Yeah, They're these nuts ahead. There right that, there you go. Look at that right there. What are we looking at? There you go. Our producer. He's got nuts on his head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> gentlemen, it's time to say goodbye. All right. It's been a great show. We've hey. covered a lot of stuff, a lot of fun. We hope, you get, we hope we garnered some information out of this stuff. But nonetheless, we thank you for tuning in. I'm figuring out what name I want to call him over there. Historian, final thoughts as we say goodbye. Savannah Bananas. Oh, that... Oh, thank you, Ronald. That may have to rank be, up there. What do you guys say, Thomas Dirt? Be, be safe. Stay hydrated. Don't do anything. Okay. Shark. I don't know why, but every time I come, I come here, we're we're always cracking up with jokes. So I guess I gotta come here more often or not. I don't know. <laughs> well, thank more you for having me here. Well, were the shows funnier with him or without him? No, that'll tell us whether you should come back or not. Yeah, that'll, yeah. that'll be self-explanatory. Matt, <laughs> Matt, final thoughts. Everybody have a good, safe week. Stay cool. And thank you, Vince McMahon. Yeah, thank Chief. you, Vince. Laughing is the best medicine we have in the world. And I think we had a great laugh today. The show was off the hook. Everybody be safe out there. Vince, thank you. Everyone do some thrusting. It'll make a better week. <laughs> Thrust <I'm out>. busters. <laughs> All right. Everybody, join me in one hour. Aaron Zarr with Alan Phillips will be on the air. Today's topic, I will have Brian Lockerman. He does a show called Open Arms Safety. It's all about how to properly, safely manage and handle any guns or weapons you may have. Very He's careful. got tips. Every Whether you own a gun or not or you're contemplating or have it, this is not a show about buying or anything. If you have or consider, you need to watch this show in one hour so that you know how to take care of things safely. With that note, be kind to everybody. Why is that? We're all, ha all we have from all of us here at Thrusters Count Anywhere. We'll see you next week, brother, right here on Go Live Vegas. Yeah. <sighs>